1: That's 800-943-2153.
2: Hi, good evening, good morning. Welcome aboard Sports Overnight America. Thursday into a Friday, you know what it is, even in June, it's a football Friday coming up tomorrow into the weekend as well. Marty Terrell, Charlie Gibbons warming up at the bullpen. He comes in as he does each week, Thursdays and Fridays, Saturdays. Uh, as we count down towards the start of the football season, we got Big Ten news. We got Jack Swarbrick uh, retiring as the AD, or at least leaving, maybe not retiring, but I would think retiring. And uh, his successor at Notre Dame, <coughs> excuse me, we don't know what that means. Uh, for Notre Dame, do they stay independent? Uh, it was, what, uh, 2013, he got um, uh, got Notre Dame involved with the ACC on kind of a quasi-basis, so we will get into that. Uh, obviously, we'll keep an eye on the NBA and NHL Denver up 2-1 Florida goes what I mean I mean excuse me Las Vegas goes for what would be a knockout punch tonight uh, in Sunrise Florida against the Panthers. Obviously, the Panthers have to have this game. I don't think they're going to win the series anyways, but listen, they got to play the game. So hockey will take over Thursday and into Friday morning. Scores, interviews, and highlights will keep you apprised of the world of sports and a whole lot more throughout the overnight. So we look forward to that. How about this Ellie Dela Cruz, this rookie for the Cincinnati Reds? He nearly hit one on a Great America ballpark. Yeah, That is a that is a YouTube moment or ESPN.com moment. Um and uh, uh, just a phenomenal, and this guy is 6'5, 200 pounds, lanky. He's got the dreads. I'll tell you what they dread facing him. Incredible bat speed. I mean, it, you go back and watch this. And I think it was measured at some 458 feet. Are you kidding me? So uh, that that's worth a look too, but Charlie's warming up in the bullpen. Later on, we'll get Don and Tanasio. She's in here and uh, Brandon Steiner on some collectibles of the world of sports. So, We got a big show today, and again, into the night, into the wee hours of the morning, scores, interviews, and highlights. The Yankees are playing despite this smoke in New York. The Belmont could be canceled. That is in the news if the horses, in terms of smoke in their lungs and all sorts of craziness. So we'll keep an eye on the Belmont stakes, although that with really no juice, no triple crown on the line, uh, not a lot of juices so far as the Belmont is concerned. Uh, We'll take a look at that and a whole lot more as we get it rolling here on Sports Byline Broadcast. Sports Overnight America presented by Destination Grill with an E dot com. We're coming back on Sports Byline Broadcast. Talking the world of sports here Sports Byline, Marty Terrell here on Sports Overnight America, presented by Destination Grill. I want to give a shout out to Mad Meatball. We will be there Friday. We moved our day there this week. We'll be there on a football Friday. Uh, Gray Station, Southwest 12th, uh, Martin Luther King Parkway in Des Moines. Also, uh, Randy Byrne and Iowa 1Call811, Iowa 1Call811. On Vanguard Utility Partners is Randy Byrne, but he is on the board of Iowa. One call dial 811. Let's dial up Charlie Gibbons and away we go. I didn't tease it in the open, Charlie. Well, I kind of hinted at it, but the Big Ten with a Flex Protect Plus schedule announced. Nine game schedules, Charlie. Guaranteed rotating matchups. I don't know where to start. Penn State not having a guaranteed matchup, or Iowa like they're the king tut of the Big Ten with three guaranteed matchups? Let's get a quick hit from you on Big Ten. Flex Protect Plus nine game schedules. Go ahead, let's hear your first
4: take. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm not too crazy about it. I, I think Penn State should have had at least one game protected, mm-hmm. even if it's one. Of, even if it's against one of the new teams coming in, USC, UCLA. Um, I get it. They, you know, they carry some some swag out there on the East Coast, but I just think they should they should have a team that. They, face, they know they're going to face every year, and uh, Iowa's got three. Uh, I understand it. Uh, I, I know why they did it. I can see why they did it, but um, I don't know. I just, to me, I think, I think Iowa could have done with one less, and Penn State could have done with at least one.
2: Yeah, it's interesting, Charlie. I see Penn State as th- this is really a, a compliment to them by not guaranteeing them a game. They're kind of an outlier because they bring in the following markets. And you can tell me I'm crazy that Rutgers matters to the tri-state area of New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, but they don't. And anybody that says that is cuckoo. Penn State's the biggest draw other than Syracuse, and they're over in the ACC. Penn State's a huge draw in the New York metropolitan area, one. And number two, they bring in Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, and you're exactly right. Penn State is going to be aligned with the, uh, you know, the USC's and the UCLA's, in my opinion, in the beginning, because then you got you got the coast Ryler, You got East Coast versus West Coast. And by the way, the helmets, you know, the plain white helmet and the maroon of, uh, of, of Southern Cal and the powder blue and the baby yellow of UCLA are going to resonate. Penn State, UCLA, Penn State, Southern Cal, those are big matchups, Charlie. So I see Penn State getting complimented here and not locking them into any games. But I do think they're going to be very, very salient when it comes to those newcomers from the West Coast. You agree? You see it differently? Give me a little more on Penn
4: State, could you? Well, I, I don't I don't know if it's a compliment so much. I Honestly, I think they got tired of listening to Penn State complain about having to play Ohio State and Michigan every year. Mm-hmm. So I, I think they kind of gave them a pass, honestly, and said, okay, now you don't have to play either one of them. Guaranteed. Interesting. So. Yeah, so, I, I don't know. Yeah, there's it, been a lot of crying over there in Happy Valley.
2: Yeah, yeah Unhappy Valley is right. But, hey, Charlie, okay, let's do it in descending order. In terms of guaranteed games, which ones you know, rank the highest? I mean, Michigan-Ohio State's the biggest game, if not in the country, it's obviously the biggest guaranteed game that should take place in the Big Ten. You agree with that? On a scale of ab- one ab- to ten, it's a ten. Absolutely. What's number two? And you're going to be shocked at
4: this answer. Uh, I honestly, I, I would have thought it would have been, uh, Ohio state, Penn state. It's not, it's USC and UCLA and
2: they're not even in the conference yet.
4: Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All
2: right. What's number three? I think I know it and this might shock you. I think he got out of Michigan, Michigan state. I, it's right there, Charlie. I mean, we, but, and then you got to throw you got to throw Iowa in there. You got to put Iowa, Wisconsin. Yeah, Iowa, Iowa,
4: Wisconsin. Yeah,
2: that's a huge game, you know. But but you know, people say Iowa, Nebraska is uh, a big game. Charlie, it is when Nebraska's relevant, but it has not been. I mean, the game has you know with Iowa going to Big Ten championship games and getting walloped by Michigan forty-two-three. Their success against Nebraska has obviously been a good springboard for them into postseason, bowl game or a conference championship game, as it were. But let's get to the next point of this whole thing, the elimination of the divisions. How do you see that? East and West has gone bye-bye. So how do you see that now with 16 teams as of next year?
4: Yeah, I think they came up with a. I I, I do like the flex schedule in the sense that all of these teams are going to be able to play each other. Uh, obviously not on uh, every year, but I like the fact that teams are going to get to go out and and play in the Rose Bowl during the season, you know, go out there and play USC. USC is going to be able to come out to Happy Valley. So I like the idea of the different teams being able to basically travel coast to coast and within their own conference. So I like that part of it. Like I said, I just, I thought that, I thought Penn State should at least have one protected game. And, and I could see where Iowa having three, I, I, I don't know if that's a, a favor to Iowa. I think they were trying to pair somebody up with Nebraska. I think that was more about Nebraska, pairing Nebraska up with somebody. And Iowa was Nebraska's most natural rival. But I think if you asked Iowa, I think they probably would actually want to hang on. I think they wanted to hang on to Minnesota, Wisconsin, for whatever reason. I think those two games were important to Iowa. But the Iowa Nebraska game was important to Nebraska having a tie.
2: I agree, but I think the guarantee Iowa Minnesota game is a stretch. I, I don't think I don't think it's relevant. I, I mean, maybe I'm being. And not paying the appropriate homage to you know the Floyd Rosedale Trophy, but that's Iowa, just
4: it. Iowa, Minnesota yeah.
2: doesn't do much. It doesn't do much much for me, Charlie. Does it do a lot for you? Seriously, if Iowa didn't hey. play Minnesota every other year, you're going to lose any sleep over that? I know I'm not. No,
4: I'm not. no. In the big picture, and hey, it ain't going to draw draw any more eyeballs to to the Big Ten. If Iowa and, and Minnesota play every year, you know, or they don't, it, it's not going to hurt the, it's not going to move the needle one way or the other. So, so with the 12 team
2: expanded uh, postseason, Charlie, let me ask you this question with a 16 team division uh, conference, rather with no divisions, how many will get in? How many of the big 10 will get into the 12
4: into the playoff format? I think you could safely assume you they're gonna average two to three. See, I was thinking more of like four. I really every was year was thinking you, you, you think four every year? I do. I do. Because I, I, Trump, I mean, Trump, they could. They could. Yeah. See, I keep uh, honestly, I keep forgetting that USC and UCLA are coming. They're coming. So, oh, so coming. I, 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 right. So I'm thinking Ohio State, Michigan, a uh, Penn State, or or Wisconsin, or uh, Iowa. You know, their ear, yeah. Iowa, right? But yeah, I, I forget that USC is coming in. I think USC could sneak in, but. Uh, yeah, I, I'm curious to see what Lincoln's bringing with his defense because he can have all the offense he wants, but he, he's going to have to bring a defense to win consistently in the Big Ten.
3: And I he'll agree. find that
4: out when he walks into Northwestern, who's 1-11 and or 1-10 and lines up against USC and smacks them in the mouth with some defense. And they're going to be like, what's going on? We should have... You know? and
2: it's going to be fascinating to see how they adapt. It's, a, it's going to be adaption either way because, you know, USC will come out high flying and then, you know, maybe the defenses have to make, you know, will struggle with that matching up with that style of play. We will see. The other thing I will tell you, I'll even go a step further, Charlie. I don't, I think if the big 10 doesn't get four, I think it's going to be a disappointment. I really do. We only got 60 seconds, but I think four is going to be a lock because I, like you, I think Matt Rule will get Nebraska to relevancy very quickly. Give me
4: 20 seconds on Nebraska. Perennial Absolutely. contender, do you think, or no? I don't know about perennial. In a couple of years, I could see it getting to that. Um, but perennial, I, I don't know. It, it's, I, it's really a matter of how these teams can adapt to going east coast to west coast or central to west coast and so forth. Iowa has proven in the past, and most of the Big Ten teams actually have proven they struggle when they go to the West Coast and west play. Coast, that that time change especially yep. Iowa, but all of the Big Ten teams Usually struggle when they head out west. So you're right,
2: Charlie. They had Iowa. I've seen. Uh, I've seen Nebraska go out and get whacked by Arizona State, which cost them a big, uh, a perfect season back in the day. And Iowa has struggled in Arizona and other places in bowl games. You're right. Out of t- time. We were gonna. We we're gonna have the whole show tomorrow on a football Friday into a Saturday. Charlie Gibbons, part of Marty and Charlie on Saturday Night College Football. Plus, we're gonna announce the name of the new Saturday Night College Football Show. Keep it here on Sports Byline.
0: pricing
1: information 800-915-9654 800-915-9654 800-915-9654 that's 800-915-9654
3: if you're moving to another state you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town and when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would that's why you need to call colonial van lines they're america's number one moving company for a reason because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions they'll use caution so nothing gets damaged and they won't treat you like a number they'll treat you like a friend and when you call now on a qualified move across state lines they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote.
1: Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225.
2: Destination Grill with an E.com. They're going to be home to our college and pro football season launch party. That'll be Thursday night, August 17th in Metro Des Moines, Grimes, Iowa. Destination Grill. Uh, they will have details soon on the website. you talking about it as we'll promote it. Our football launch party 2023 at Destination Grill on Destination Drive in Grimes, Iowa. Go to Destination Grill with an E. Dot com. Good job about it. Charlie Gibbons back with a full show tomorrow. Scores, interviews, and highlights tonight. NBA, we'll give you a little nugget on that as the Nuggets go up 2 1. You know, we'll do a, a full Dom's download on Friday too. But um, listen, the heat looked t- terrible. And then the hockey's gone, gone south too with Florida now facing. If they don't win tonight, it's over. And I think it's over anyways. Yankees playing the White Sox at a double dip today despite the smoke. And uh, let's get done uh at Tanasio in here she is the purposeful life coach she loves the dallas cowboys she's got some sports collectibles we might run by brandon steiner here a little bit later on in the show but don how are you handling the smoke there on long island and we're here in the belmont stakes may not even go on saturday how are you don welcome in
3: hi marty good evening uh i'm handling it and i'm staying in the house as much as possible um, yeah, it, can, it's a can little you hazy. describe
2: it, though? I, I mean, we saw the Yankee game get scrubbed. Uh, you know, the, the game in Washington got postponed today with the Nationals. Describe the situation there on Long Island. I mean, is it is it as thick as it was, or is it starting to dissipate a little bit?
3: It is dissipating. Yesterday, the sky was orange, and um, it's the air actually smelled like old uh, – not old, like the New York City – burnt pretzels like the pretzels stands. yeah yeah. it really did and the day before it smelled like burnt plastic it's it's definitely a concern and um a lot of people started wearing masks again
2: yeah and what's the outlook for the next 24 to 48 hours before we get into tonight's topic i mean are they expecting it to you know pretty much wind down here in the next day or two because i was hearing it may go on for a week and i thought man are you kidding me so what are you hearing Don?
3: I'm not sure. I just know that it gets stronger in the afternoon compared to the morning time.
2: Right. Uh, That's interesting. Well, uh, stay safe and, uh, you know, no excuse. People still should have masks left over from the pandemic. So away we go. Don, we're going to talk about overthinking and man, what a topic. I mean, you know, and and I'm going to go into the role of, uh, you know, enlisting you as the life coach. I mean, I've heard of deep thinking, and I want you to define the difference. There's deep thinkers and there's overthinkers, you know, and I would suggest that a deep thinker may focus on one topic and get really into it and dissect it and analyze it, whereas overthinking, you got multiple thoughts that are running through your brain. So go ahead, take a quick hit at overthinking and deep thinking. How about that?
3: Okay. I like that, Marty. You always – you always uh – come up with interesting points of view and questions. I know deep thinkers will it's healthy. That's the major difference and overthinking is absolutely dangerous and unhealthy. Deep thinking is being um, thoughtful perhaps in an academic way or another way but like you said delving in uh, I think of research uh, and, and things like that but overthinking is an obsessive, compulsive type of thinking. It's when your mind is so busy and overactive. It could be overact on one thought, you can't let it go. And it's paralyzing because you're living in your head and you're not taking action. So you, it's kind of being stuck. And um, eventually it can leave you drained and stop your productivity. It reminds me of an addiction in some way. In this aspect, when you have that addiction, you give up everything for the one thing. I think when you have overthinking, you might obsess over one thought and you're leaving out. You're giving up so many other things because you're just consumed with one type of thinking. Very, It's very What's dangerous.
2: It is. And I'm going to go a step further as we talk to Don Antonasio. She is the Purposeful Life Coach. You can check her out at purposefullifecoach.com. You can hear uh, on Sports Byline Broadcast. You'll hear into the overnights and amongst the sports content with scores, interviews, and highlights. Don, I think there's two forms that I struggle with. Okay. And I'm going to explain two forms of overthinking for me is I overthink on, you know, one topic. I, I, you know, I, I obsess with one topic and I told you I'm a chronic when I'm doing a talk show, I have index cards and I have a pen. My thoughts, you know, sometimes will bounce from subject to subject, topic to topic. And that's one of the, that's one of the characteristics of the job is the way I do it. So that's number one. The, the other form, of overthinking is the information data overload scenarios that we talk about because we get bombarded with so much alerts on the phones, dings and dongs here, bells and whistles on your phone. And you end up thinking, you overthink on a duplicity or a multitude of things, and it makes you exhausted. It really does. So what do you do? I I think I know what you're going to say. you got to turn off your phone once in a while, which is hard for people to do because it does fall into the aforementioned addiction mode that you talked about. So go ahead. Have a hit
0: at that.
3: Yes. The phone can be exhausting. Overthinking in general is exhausting. Uh, It can interfere with your sleep. It can make you stay up longer and get less sleep or not have a a solid sleep. I, I think what you're saying um, with these external forces like social media and phones you get so busy your eyes are focused on a screen you're constantly scrolling and changing screens it can get very tiring and the other the other type that's very common is self-imposed it's when you are overthinking and there are multitude of reasons why you may overthink and dwell on mistakes, problems, past hurts, regret, guilt. You may you may actually be preoccupied with a thought. You just can't get it out of your head. And it's just repeating. Uh, sometimes it's due to worry. Sometimes it's due to being a perfectionist because you want to be so perfect so you're playing out scenarios, you're thinking um, too much. And some people do something else. They start rationalizing. You know, rationalizing everything—why um, something was done to them, or why they are correct. Yeah, can you imagine playing one song and hearing one song every day with no break? That's kind of what it's like. No Yeah, variety. you'd
2: make, Yeah, you'd memorize the lyrics, but you'd also be probably fit for the loony bin. I agree with you. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Don. I want to I want to go so, uh, go somewhere with you this cuz I think this is important here in the final couple of minutes. How do you facilitate that? Now when, when I was um, in school we had an instructor who said you got to learn to puff things and that was PUFF. In other words, if you encounter a situation and you're obsessing on it, maybe it's a defeat maybe if even it's a good turn in life, maybe something remarkable remarkably good has happened in your life. You got to learn to puff And that means let go, move on to the next thing, do not obsess, do not marinate in bad, don't marinate in good, don't marinate in indifference. So you gotta take a stand, you gotta facilitate and kinda nurture your thinking. Do you agree with that and give us a tip or two on how you can do that, staying, you know, staying in a healthy amount of your thinking, go ahead.
3: Yes, so you wanna evaluate your thoughts. Are, are, Are they negative? Are they repetitive because if if either of those is happening it it won't be helpful so you want to change the thought you want to give time limits to to thoughts if you're thinking too much it's time to um, step back rest your mind do some mindfulness because that'll calm the brain calm the mind and then help you to change the thought also get moving see the thinking, right? When it's overthinking, there's no action. So you're stuck in the thinking. But if you move a muscle, right, you, you take action, you start physically moving and doing um, and doing something else, that should be very helpful. And stop caring what other people think. Some people get into overthinking because they care about what other people think. And, um, you know, you also can't change the past. Some people are just reliving what cannot be changed. It already happened. You just have to move forward. The
2: ThePurposefulLifeCoach.com. Check her out. All her radio podcasts are on the site. You've done a remarkable job with the site. You know, Don, you don't have to, but I wanted to invite you to stay on if you want to talk to Brandon Steiner about sports collectibles. I think you've got some stuff you might want to uh, bring to the fore. If you want to, you're invited to stay. Otherwise, we love what you're doing for us. Don Antonasio, PurposefulLifeCoach.com. Check her out. She does a great job. And the podcast, again, available, and you'll hear on Sports Overnight, uh, here on Sports Byline Broadcast. When we come back, we will talk to Brandon Steiner uh in the final few moments we'll check out yankees matinee yankees night game smoke in new york smoke on the east coast smoke from a distant fire may wipe out the belmont stakes on saturday they're monitoring that situation as well here on sports byline we'll do the same scores interviews and highlights throughout the night destination grill our football launch party august 17th a thursday night at Destination Grill in Grimes, Iowa. You can go to the website at DestinationGrill with an e.com but they're going to host us. We're going to have about darn near 100 people there that night, so we look forward to it. Outstanding food, drink, and football conversation. We'll have a program that night in place. You can draft your fantasy teams. August 17th, mark your calendar. It'll be a Thursday night at Destination Grill in Grimes, Iowa. I'm Marty Terrell. We come back. Vanguard Utility Partners, Randy Byrne and Iowa One Call. Dial 811-Iowa One Call, 811-Homeowners, business owners. If you need help, Iowa One Call is always there at 811. Coming back here on Sports Byline Broadcast, Sports Overnight America. We're
0: coming right back. Next up. Straight Talk from Doug.
5: Ever noticed that saying no offense is offensive? Like, no offense, but you're overpaying for your wireless. See? Offensive.
0: That's the Straight Talk talking. Get unlimited plans as low as $35 a month from Straight Talk, on America's most reliable 5G network. Available at Walmart and Walmart.com. On the $35 plan, 1st ten gigabytes data at high speed, then 2G speeds. Refer to the latest terms at straighttalk.com. Based on most first-place rankings, root metrics, second-half, 2022 assessments of 125 metros. Experiences vary, not an endorsement.
1: Tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917.
5: This is Ron Barr. Father's Day was always special for me and my dad. We'd go to a ball game, maybe go fishing, or even take a trip. They were the things that made Father's Day unique and unforgettable for us. I've got a suggestion that will make it the same for you and your dad. Give him the Omaha Steaks Dad's Favorite Grill Pack. I can't think of a better way to celebrate his day than barbecuing with your dad. Just visit omahasteaks.com, type in sports in the search bar, and order the Dad's Favorite Grill Pack for just $99.99, and you'll get eight free burgers. I've tasted all of this from Omaha Steaks, and I guarantee you'll like it, and so will your dad. Give your dad more than just a gift. Send him an experience he can share with you. Don't give your dad something electronic or a book or a tie. Just go to OmahaSteaks.com and order the dad's favorite grill pack today. You'll save over 60% plus receive eight free burgers with your order. It'll be a Father's Day, your dad, and you will always remember. That's OmahaSteaks.com, keyword sports.
2: Marty trail here on Sports Broadcast, uh, Sports Byline Broadcast, Sports Overnight America. Presented by Vanguard Utility Partners, Iowa 1 call 811. Uh, Randy Burns sits on the board. Seven state Midwestern footprint, Minnesota, Iowa, Nebraska, Missouri, Kansas, Arkansas, and they do outstanding work. Uh, when excavators go in, they need Vanguard in there to really get things flagged and marked so the existing or soon to be replaced or upgraded infrastructure is not tampered with and destroyed. Sounds simple, but it's very important. One of the best is Vanguard Utility Partners. And when things go awry for you and you need help, Randy Byrne sits on the board of the amazing Iowa One Call. Just dial eight one one, and you're good to go. How about that? Three digits eight one one. Eight one one. That's three, right? (laughs) Uh, As we talk the world of sports, you know, I haven't touched on you know PGA and Live Golf. Help me understand. Someone help me understand. The Live Tour is going to merge, and I told you yesterday, it's a sponsorship deal. They're going to write big checks. Why all the criticism? Uh, Anthony Blinken, the United States Secretary of State is over in Saudi Arabia as we speak striking a deal uh, on, on, uh, I think I heard, so $43 billion they're already doing with United States based companies and everybody is wound up about this, myself included. What is it? Are we uh, racist towards the Saudi Arabians? Are we I mean, we understand about uh, people still getting their heads lopped off. Uh, we know what they do to people whose sexual preferences don't meet their standards. Uh, their human rights uh, record is uh, abhorrent. I get that part of it, but this—you—the idea that you know the PGA is god awful for entertaining the Saudis' dollars—are they doing anything different than Exxon? Anything different than J.P. Morgan doing anything different other than Barclays, Wall Street companies? Just to answer that question. I mean, I, I look at—I I wish the PGA Tour was was going to go on unfettered, not messed with. But just like anything in life, people are allowed to make choices. The Live Tour was created, and they went out and did a hell of a job. Recruiting Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson, they tried Rory, they tried Tiger, they got yeses and they got noes. But what the PGA Tour finally had to come to terms with, you couldn't outspend these guys. You could not do it. And I understand what I understand the bitterness right now. Rory McIlroy, in a quiet moment, and I even venture to say Tiger. Now, Tiger, I want to dissect and... Speaking of compartmentalized my thinking, I think you got to treat Tiger as kind of a a standalone entity, and I'll explain in a moment. But as far as McElroy and some of the R star players that said no to Live Golf, you have to understand you they had a choice, and they they chose to to say no, and that's fine. But you cannot now, you know, with the benefit of 2020 hindsight, say well, you know, something Mickelson and those guys they left the PGA Tour. No, 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 they did leave. But there is no way you can possibly sanction them or put them through some kind of dog and pony show to return to the PGA Live merger, if you will, because if they merge, they're one and the same. And I understand that there's a differing view out there. Have at it. Now, Tiger, look, at Tiger is in the twilight, if not the end of his career. I honestly think his big fat no to the Live Tour He figured, you know what, they're going to give me $800 million or a billion dollars. Okay, fine. I I was surprised, to be honest, that he didn't take the money. I I was surprised. But on the other hand, he's at a point in his life where, you know what, he's not going to matter because he's not going to play much, and he's going to be used as a figurehead. And you know what Tiger wants to do, in my opinion? He wants to invest in designing golf courses. He probably will get into some form of telecommunications He may get into some form of a media or a movie production company. I could see Tiger and LeBron and others doing what Jordan has done. Jordan's made more money away from the game than he did in the game. Why? Because, obviously, times changed. And Jordan is – I don't know of any brand that has gotten bigger when said athlete retired from playing – you would think the 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 brand would, would 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 whittle away. Uh-uh. In the case of Jordan, it's gotten bigger. And it helps when you got movies like Air. And you see how the whole Jordan thing came about with Nike and Phil Knight. Great movie, by the way. Excellent movie. Saw it over the weekend. Four stars. I, I love Matt Damon and Affleck. When they get together, it's it's as good as Goodwill Hunting. And it's a it's a great movie. Watch Air. So this whole controversy, I've never, this story now is in day three and the shelf life of this, the the shelf life of this story is, is, is going to be long. Let's get to Brandon Steiner though. we am glad we got him. Brandon, welcome aboard. I'm so glad the collectible icon that you are promoting your new company, the collectible exchange. How are you, Brandon? Marty Terrell here on Sports Byline. How are you?
6: Hi, Marty. Everything is great. Thank you for having me. Sorry, I'm a little late to the dance, but I just want to mention one thing. A lot of people out there, you know, they have a lot of stuff. They don't know what it's worth. And I've been trying to help people figure that out. And collectible exchange is a place where they could sell it. Just like they sell it on eBay, but it's a little bit of a better site because we're very, very diligent about making sure that anything that goes up there is real. But if people have stuff they don't know if it's real or not, we'll help them and also help them give an idea what the stuff they have and what it's worth. So people should call in or email in if they have items and they want to know what it's worth. I'm happy to help. But, um, it's been a great run with this new business, and, and I just to which is trying to help a lot of the fans out there that have collected stuff over there. I think I have a place to go with it. Obviously, if you're looking to buy stuff, you can buy stuff too. But you have such a wide range of things you can get.
2: I can't wait to go on there. I'm serious. I have a new place to live, and I got some bare walls. So I, I'm vulnerable right now to having to spend money I didn't plan you, on. You, you can't I'm imagine
6: you know, some of the – Some of the great collectors out there. I mean, you got to see the stuff that they. This is such a wide variety of stuff that I've never seen before, and I've been doing this a long time. So we're really excited. You know, every time, every day, all kinds of things are getting put up on the site. People are sending stuff from all over the country, and it's it's just outrageous. So yeah, we'll fill those walls up, no problem.
2: I got some instant messages here that I put out uh, when we mentioned you yesterday. Can I share three of them with you, real quick, Brandon? Seriously, because I think this will be helpful. All right, the yeah. first one is, is uh, one guy wants to know, photos, do you ruin photos by getting them signed? Or is it better Absolutely to have not. something signed?
6: The key thing is, it's always better to get something signed, but more importantly, sign in the right location with the right pen, using the right Sharpie or a paint pen, not with an ink pen, and making sure you sign it so you don't use the, lose the integrity of the photo. Because a lot of times people get signed, but it's in the wrong spot. And, you know, the photo is still the main thing. The autograph is the icing on the cake. And we've seen a lot of good cakes with ugly icing. So when you sign it, think about where you want to put it and make sure you get the right color pen and the right pen to sign. And then you can have a really beautiful piece.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. And the other thing is, is you know, the cards. And one guy says, look, yeah. he inherited a bunch of cards from the 60s and 70s. Yeah. I mean, you're going to give them an appraisal, right? That's what you do.
6: Exactly. And it's very complicated because with the cards, especially in the 60s, they have a lot of value. The 70s are pretty valuable. And then the 80s gets a little wobbly. 90s is horrible. Um, So there's a lot, it's a a, a little bit of a squeaky wheel. But with the cards, unfortunately, one thing is having a bunch of those cards and figuring out which ones are valuable. And then you got to go get them graded. So we, we come in, we give you an estimate, but we also advise you of which cards to go get graded. Because if a card is in good shape and it's graded, the value of that card is dramatically different than if it's not graded. And we can really tell you what kind of condition your cards are really in. Because everybody thinks their cards are in good condition, but they're just not. Especially the cards in the 60s. I mean, they're 50 years old, 60 years old. But we'll help you. And, and sometimes we can even do it on a Zoom or a FaceTime call to at least give you an idea of what you have, what you need to separate. And then we can help you. We have White Glove Service with the trading cards. So we will get them graded for you and it'll actually help you sell them or actually can vault them for you and actually keep them for you uh, for a later date because they're sitting somewhere and you want to move and you don't want to have them lying around the house.
2: It's just it's so fascinating. I'm going to tell you a quick story, Brandon, and it's the truth. I came across a Babe Ruth, actually two Babe Ruth autographs. Okay, And this was in the mid-90s, found in Shelburne Falls, Massachusetts, not far from, uh, about 100 miles west of Boston. I was very leery of these signatures because they were in pencil, and they were cut and pasted inside of an autograph book. And it said Brooklyn Dodgers, and there was Gabby Hartnett, and there were some other nondescript players that I didn't know who they were but it said Brooklyn Dodgers Babe Ruth and any sports guy especially a sports talk show host would say that's not possible well guess what i did my due diligence babe ruth signed those that those signatures i'm surmising were signed at nickerson field in boston where babe ruth was the first base coach of the brooklyn dodgers and it was in pencil and guess what i sold them to a guy in columbus ohio and it was a good good it was a very nice transaction but i'm here to tell you I never would have known unless I did my research. But what I'm saying is you would be willing, if someone's got something, to do the research. Would you have known that uh, Babe Ruth was a first-base coach with the Brooklyn Dodgers? I hadn't a clue. I knew he was a Had coach, a but clue. I didn't know
6: it was Brooklyn Dodgers. That's amazing. But you know people should just email me. And, you know My email is BrandonSteiner1981 at gmail.com. I have a special email just for people who have requests. and We usually get back to you pretty quickly. And yeah, listen. There's so many different things. It's a quirky business, but what's good about the business is it's growing, and a lot more people are collecting and giving these types of things a lot more respect. So you may feel like you, know, you got some stuff in a closet, some parents left a few, but now's the time to turn that cloth and all that stuff into cash.
2: All right, and let's get you, to it, the phones. Don, go ahead. She, she, go ahead. What'd you say, Brandon?
6: I'm no, saying if you are a collector, there's a really you'll find some really cool stuff on the site.
2: No question. Great. Let's get Don. She works with us and she's got some things she wants to run by you. Don, how are you?
3: I'm good, Marty, and hello Brandon. Hi. Okay, I found something and this is very yeah. interesting. It says <laughs> it's a certificate of authenticity Emmett Smith mini helmet and it says by Brandon Steiner. Steiner Sports Memorabilia.
6: Yeah. That's my old company and we did some signs with Emmett Smith back in the day. But do you have the mini helmet? Yes. Oh, beautiful. It's encased in like a, a clear you know, plastic. One of the all time greats. Yeah. That's a couple hundred dollar helmet, $250 helmet. And, you know, Emmett's, you know, he doesn't oversign. So, you know, having that item is a good item to have and should go up in value because he's the all time leading rusher. And he does a nice job with his autograph. And, uh, you know, I put out, that's when I was at Wittsteiner. I'm not Wittsteiner anymore, but. When I was with, was with that company, it's a shame. I'm not with that company anymore. And I have this new company. It's, I hope it's going to be a lot better. But we did put out 30 million autographs. So there's a lot of wow. my certificates up there. Um, all checks out there. Plus a little check that
2: Don, you, you were left behind uh, you know, some other stuff, too. What were they, cards primarily, Don?
3: Yes, I have some a bin of cards. And I would never know like what's valuable or not. There well taken care of in plastics. I just, I don't know. we like,
6: you know, got a you minute, a Brandon. What should time? she sure do? No she doesn't know. I'm going to tell you, what we should do is you just email me at BrandonSteiner1981 at Gmail. I'll set up a time for one of my card gurus to get on the phone with you. Usually we do a FaceTime, and you can actually show us some of the cards so I have an idea of the era and the condition of the cards, and we'll give you the guidance of how valuable your cards are and what you need to do as far as getting graded and how you can sell them.
2: That's wonderful. Don, we're out of time. Thank you both. I do too. Brandon, we wish you you luck. Collectibles Exchange. And uh, I'm going to be in touch too. I'm dying to see what you got. I'm fascinated by this. And our producer and co-host, Dominic Jimenez, is huge into collectibles. So you found a home with us. Thank Thank you,
6: Brandon. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. When we talk next, we'll give away some stuff too. Thanks, man.
2: Let's do it. Uh, give away stuff. That'll be great. Good for the audience. We're coming back here. Sports Overnight America. I'm Marty Terrell. Presented by Destination Grill, the
0: Need.com. Coming right back.
2: Show on a Friday into a Saturday, we're going to give them a double hit, uh, double shot of our baby's love. Mad Meatball, Gray Station, Southwest 12th, right off MLK to Martin Luther King Parkway in Des Moines. What a place to watch sports. Holy smokes. It is phenomenal. It really and truly is. And the uh, Hartman's done a great job with his staff. That is, I always want to say Mad Ball Meatball, but it's uh, Mad Meatball. Check it out, Gray Station, Southwest 12th. In Des Moines. We look forward to it. Listen, it's a, it's a baseball night. It's a hockey night. Uh, you know, listen, the Vegas Golden Knights have a appointment with the Stanley Cup to carry it around and drink from the cup runneth over. Uh, they have runneth over the Florida Panthers in games one and two. What will be different tonight down in Sunrise, Florida? That is the question. We don't know what the answer is. You can check it out tonight. Uh, I want to see this kid, Ellie Dela Cruz. I'm a Cincinnati Reds fan. Why this kid's in the lineup? I'm obsessed with Ellie Dela Cruz. Six, five, 200. He puts on a smoke show during batting practice, according to Dominic Jimenez. Uh, six, five, 200 with bat speed. Triple A putting on a show with the Louisville Sluggers in the uh, International League. And he's up with a big club in Cincinnati. So we will keep an eye on Cincinnati. Yankees and the Chai Sox. The White Sox playing a couple at the stadium despite the smoke. No go in the nation's capital with the Washington Nationals. So we will uh, divert our attention tonight. We'll brush up on uh, the Stanley Cup, and we await uh, game four of the NBA Finals. Just quick hit on that. Let me tell you, Jokic and uh, Murray are really etching their place into the NFL uh, NFL, the NBA Annals of History in the NBA Finals phenomenal job Denver I think in six I think Miami gets one more and last last night was a clinic with the Joker and Murray Murray was just it was just flat out just a great performance out of those two so away we go the Denver Nuggets part of a merger back when the ABA and the NBA got together remember that Indiana Pacers as well so there you go. All right, we'll come back at it tomorrow on a Friday into a Saturday for Dominic Jimenez and the whole crew, Don Antanasio and Charlie Gibbons. Six to and even adios here on Sports Byline Broadcast. Yeah.